What is going on, replacements? We are back for another episode of the Fantasy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the Fantasy Football Replacements Podcast, the FFR Pod. Jeez, see, I'm, I'm still a little rusty, Lou. I'm trying to get back into it. Uh, Marcus Murray, your CPO here, as always, with Louis Napolitano, the hashtag ICF interim commissioner forever. Louis, are you ready to talk waiver wire ads? I got to tell you, I'm super excited for this one. Oh, I, uh, I know you are because the last one you had to talk about you losing. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Stop. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, let's get on to week two so you're not in that predicament again. And, yeah, I'm hoping to get some uh, low-key advice from you as well. You know, I, <laughs> I'm not really sure what I'm doing. I'm probably spending all of my fab tonight, though, needlessly. But uh, hopefully you and I can uh, dish out some good advice to the league. Or uh, they can just see it as a smokescreen, and we get to pick up who we want. So it's a win-win for us, regardless. I mean, listen, I want the podcast to be valuable, so I really am not going to smokescreen. Uh, I I don't think we've ever really smokescreened, but people think we do to try to get them off something. But I'm going to be very honest about my feelings. So at the end we'll of the day, when it comes to the waiver wire, it's all about how much you're willing to spend on someone. So. <laughs> Yeah, and I think people are going to – listen, the best advice I could give, and I need to try to listen to it, the joke in my promo the other day yeah, was not to overspend. And it was a joke, but the reality is I'm fighting every – I don't know. I know what I want, and I want to get them, so I feel like I'm going to wind up overspending even though it's only week one, and I don't think anybody should hit any panic button yet and you know i mean we got a hundred dollars you got 17 weeks you you need a player you think you need a player now really do you need to fill that bench right now probably not so if you need a player if you feel like you got to get a running back because you're way too thin there all right then go out there and, and and spend some money on who might be available coming up this week people are looking at obviously adrian peterson people are going to look at um you know, uh, the well, kid we'll, Ronald we'll, Jones. We'll break it down. We're going to break it yeah. down by position. Sure. We're going to kind of look. Um, but, yeah, I've already adjusted my uh, bids ten times while you were talking about it. So, uh, <laughs> oh, boy, it's going to be interesting. So let's start uh, at quarterback, Lewis. Is there anyone out there on the waiver wire QB-wise you're looking to add? That I'm looking to add? No, but I think there's a lot of guys out there that you could add that are fantastic pickups. I mean, I think Matt Stafford's always decent fantasy guy. I think Phillip Rivers is always a decent fantasy guy to have. Um, Derek Carr is not a bad guy to have. The offense looked good. He probably could have put up some more points. I mean, Kirk Cousins had an off game. Um, you well, know, I but they're still putting up some decent two points. Quarterbacks in particular. All right. Sure. One is. Uh, who exceeded expectations, and the other one totally sank expectations. So who, who do you want to start with? Who exceeded expectations? Case Keenum of the Washington Redskins. Putting yeah. up points, 33 to be exact, with three touchdowns uh, to another potential waiver wire ad who we'll get to. Um, I'm not going to take the week one bait here on Case Keenum. Uh, we've just seen it over the career, over all his teams. He's a very up-and-down quarterback. He's a solid, I would say, backup in the league. But uh, this is one of those one-offs in my estimation. So the offense that 
Case Keenum ran in Minnesota um, is very similar to the offense that he is running now. And he had a great year in Minnesota. So I, I think he's he's not – I wouldn't have him as my starter, but he's not a bad quarterback. He's going to put up some decent points in that offense, I believe. Jameis Winston, everyone's surefire must-start streaming QB, maybe not even a step above streaming QB, nine points against the 49ers. Are you alarmed as a fantasy owner or a Tampa Bay Bucks fan? Alarmed? Well, let's let's put this in context. I was never high on Jameis Winston. I've not been high on Jameis Winston, even watching him at Florida State. So what he did was absolutely what I expected from him. So does that answer the question? It does. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people are saying it, they're done. Overreaction Monday. Uh, but, I mean, he's had so many seasons. He's had a few off-field things. I'm just – if I'm in Tampa, he, he doesn't put up this year. It's time to – you know, cut your losses, yeah. in my opinion. Agreed. Let's go to running backs. Adrian Peterson yeah. was mentioned. He was originally drafted by me. In fact, the top two running backs available, according to Yahoo, were both drafted by me, and I subsequently dropped them. Um, Adrian Peterson of the Redskins and Mike Davis on the Bears. Are you uh, taking a shot at either of these guys if you are in need? If I'm in need, uh, yeah, I, I stay away from Davis because, I just, again, it's a three-headed running back. I think he looked good the other night. He's going to get some touches. That's not going to change, but he's not going to get a lot. Obviously, Peterson looks like he'll get the bulk of the running duties while Chris Thompson is going to be out of the backfield getting some receiving. Chris Thomp- Thompson's definitely a guy to look at. I definitely think his uh, his workload will increase You know, the guy had seven catches for 68 yards, and, you know, he's going to get some carries here and there. Like, you know, you need a spot guy in your flex. Chris Thompson might be that guy because, you know, he may wind up with six carries and 25 yards and eight catches and 75 yards and a touchdown here. And, you know, he's going to have games like that. So, yeah, Adrian Peterson for sure is going to get the the workload, though. I have a uh, low bid, a very low bid on Chris Thompson because I'm being smart or – do I have a low bid? Do I have a bid? Oh, I'm smoke screening. I shouldn't be doing that. Uh, Adrian Peterson, a healthy scratch last week. Uh, I dropped him after, you know, Jay Gruden made those comments about his indifference and his apathy toward AP. Um, you know, forced into a situation with guys. I'm still not crazy about it. So I, myself, am staying away from AP and Mike Davis, as you alluded to. Just too many mouths to feed in the running back committee over there in Chicago. Um what else do we got? So, Geis may be out for a while. Tevin Coleman injured. Uh, do you get the yep. mustard man, Mozart? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know why. I think, uh, well, you know what? Mustard and uh, mustard man, Mr. Rashad Mostert, is <laughs> a good back. And I think Braid is a good back. And I think Shanahan like will like to use both of them. I think there'll be a, a nice even split there. So, he's definitely worth a pickup. And that is Raheem Mozart. You and Raheem, my dad. Raheem, I don't know. You, no God, one I gets NFL get players' right. names eh. wrong like you and my eh. dad, Roy Murray. We're at the tailgate <laughs> on Sunday, and he's yeah, like, come on, Jason, throw a touchdown. And I was like, Jason? He's like, Goff, Jason Goff. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, oh, well, okay, you Jared, know. whatever. Or Travis Kalis. That's another favorite one of mine. <laughs> you know, when you hit our age, who cares? <laughs> uh, who cares? Rex Burkhead. 
I mean, I got to tell you, uh, James White there in New England, I thought he was a very dependable guy, but Burkhead saw a lot of action in that game. I ain't falling for it. Nope. <laughs> Bellatrix, he is up. Uh, so you're liking Singletary in Buffalo. Frank Gore and TJ Yeldon on the waiver wire. Taking a shot at either? Uh, you no. <laughs> Smoky. All right, let's go to wide receiver. Uh, John Ross. Former first-round draft pick. I believe still holds a record for the fastest 40 time at the Combine, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, did very well in the absence of A.J. Green. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think that is going to carry out while Green's out? Listen, Ross is talented, and I've said it. If the kid stays healthy, he's he's definitely should be on a roster. Whether he's consistent enough to be your starter or he's a flex guy, that's another story. Let's just get him healthy and see what he does, but definitely worth Worth a shot. Let's talk about a hot wide receiver. A B. Yeah, baby. A B number eighty oh no, eleven. AJ Brown of the Tennessee Titans. I almost said eighty four. Um eleven points. Still at the top of Yahoo's waiver claims, uh, according to our league. I'm not mm-hmm. sold. Mm, I like the kid. I think he's got some talent. Um more points to Corey Davis. Corey Davis is is looking like just a bust. I mean, he's looking like a bust, but I like the kid. He's talented. Um, worth taking a flyer on. Why not? Another ad that is high on the charts, Danny Amendola, who looked like a freaking elite wide receiver against that Cardinal secondary on Sunday. Um, I'm not buying this one either, Lou. I just – I what he was in Miami last year, so is, maybe that's a product of the offense he was in. Uh, he's been everywhere. Yeah. Um, he's been everywhere. I'm not him either. Maybe if he pops no. off again this week, then you can start cons- uh, making me reconsider. But I'm not crazy about it. And then we got Devontae Parker. I'm staying yep. away from anyone in a Dolphins uniform. I am no, I, like I said, I think Preston Williams and Devontae Parker are probably guys to take a shot on. I, 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 everyone likes Albert Wilson. I like those other two guys better. They're going to be playing from behind. They're going to be throwing the ball. Those guys are going to get a lot of targets, so you know that's what this game's about. So we're taking a shot to have on your bench somewhere. But Amendola, I agree with you 1,000%. Not for me. Tight ends that we have uh, remaining on the waiver wire who have seen fantasy glory before. Jimmy Graham of the Packers, Jordan Reed of the Redskins, and uh, Tyler Eifert on the Bengals. Uh, injury history, of course, with Reed and Eifert and Graham was – pretty much a non-factor last year in green bay but he did get that touchdown last week uh are you a little more bullish on him now on jimmy graham i, I like jimmy graham i i think he's he's worth to have on the roster i mean tight ends are tough after you get past the the top three or four guys after that they're pretty much all the same they're all looking at six to seven targets a game hopefully they get five six catches out of that maybe 50 60 yards maybe a touchdown maybe not it depends so yeah, I mean, give it a shot. Jimmy Graham, probably the best of the bunch to take a look at. I, I definitely agree. I think he's someone worth looking at. Uh, Jordan Reed, I have rode that roller coaster before. No thanks. I am not buying another ticket to that. And no. Tyler Eifert, you know, I like, but the injury history there scares me as well. And I, I've been trying to be a little less risk adverse. Um, of course, I do make some dumb decisions like taking Antonio Brown in the third round. Um 
But yeah, uh, Jimmy Graham, definitely an ad for me. Um, Trey Burden is also there on waivers. I don't want any piece of him because of uh, Trubisky and, of course, uh, how badly he burned you last season. I mean, he burned me with inconsistency, but overall at the end of the year, I believe he was a top 10 tight end fantasy receiver, so worth to have on a roster if he's available. All right, interesting. Well, that covers all the big positions, Lou, unless you want to talk kickers. No, I don't. Everyone said. Um, Defenses, obviously the big thing this season. I think in this league and all other leagues, everyone's going to be scrambling to see who the Dolphins are facing and try to to load up on those defenses. Uh, Good Lord, they are just a terrible team. So, yes, waivers, waivers, waivers. Who are you going to add? I can't wait to see how much people spend. I will definitely be up at probably 4 in the morning just looking. Maybe even earlier. Um, oh, as soon as as soon as it's up, I'll be looking at it to see if I got my guy no, or right. guys or spent all of my fab or none of it. I don't it, know. It is so crazy. Uh, my whole life, that is the one thing I do not mind waking up early for. And like, I actually <laughs> conditioned my body last season. It finally happened where I would just wake up at like two thirty or three and be like, "Oh Every, yay, yeah. I can look and yeah. see they get my guy." I mean, we we have we've replaced some people over the years, but uh, there's one person in particular that him and I would always text at two thirty in the morning, <laughs> waiver waiver wire day, waiver wire Wednesday to see who got who and what was left. So well, that definitely has to be our current first place uh, finisher, Spatty. It has to be. No, it's a it's a former former oh, oh replacement. Former. Uh, Former. A, P- a POS, maybe. We will see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lou. So, uh, waivers are out of the way. Let's, you know, why we're here, we got the league listening. Let's talk yeah. trades. Trades okay. did not. I mean, I mean I, do you want to talk trade right now, you and me? Do you want to talk trade? Yeah, I mean, we I tried to talk. You got you got a little uh, scared. You, we made no, an I offer. Got, we I got, I got good. tied up with some stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, offer is, the offer is still there, is all I'm going to say. I've said it in the chat. I love to be the belle of the ball, the prettiest girl at the dance. Oh, the endorphins that rush through my body when I get a trade <laughs> offer. Oh, my God. It's the best. But trying to formulate one, and I am freaking Nikki, the CFO. He is in my head when it comes to trades because he's always like, you offer the worst trades. You're not fair. You're trying to trade rate me. I'm not trying to. Like, I want to. I like trading. It's fun. And I, I actually was doing a trade uh, with Randy today, and I sent it to him. And I immediately went, you know, that's a terrible trade. I'm, <laughs> like, I would have taken that a minute. If I, I, I rescinded it. I can't pull the trigger on stuff. So what tips do you have for the league uh, or, you know, fantasy players in general to getting trades done? Yeah, well, I've been wanting to pull the trigger today. Um, I've I've talked with one manager who sent me seven trades, and honestly, it was the same trade seven times that I rejected. Um, But uh, so he, I don't know if he was trying to, you know, bully me into the trade or not. But uh, yeah, that happened. And then uh, our CFO actually, him and I have a decent trade out there that I'm still debating. Um, but he is. He texted me and he told me to do it. He told me to. Ooh. I believe he's trying to strong arm me now as well. <laughs> I I want to trade, but uh, it was also said we all overvalue our players, and we just we don't want to get burned doing that trade. And then yeah, that next week they just go off by the person we got. 
you know, sucks. But you guys got to start thinking of the inverse of that. Trade for that player you think is going to go off and be happy about that. That can happen too. Maybe both guys will go off. I think there's two big problems we have in this league with trading. One, everybody way overvalues a player. Absolutely. And two, we are all afraid to pull the trigger except for Spatty. Oh, for sure. Well, though, I will say this. I think Spatty has sent me seven trades, and I've tried to accept four out of the seven. But by the time I hit the accept button, (laughs) he's he's already already rescinded it. So I I, I don't know what he's doing over there. Uh, no, he's always been a great guy to trade with. I have no ill will towards Spatty. Um, there are some other headaches in the league, though. Um, so this is your chance for redemption replacements, and I'm not going to call you out. You know who you are. You are difficult to trade with. And maybe I'm one of those people, but I like to trade. It's fun. So let's get those waivers in. Let's get our roster set, and then let's have some fun before Thursday night where we got the Panthers and the Bucks going at it. You know, two weeks ago, Lou, you would say this would be a barn burner of the matchup, but both these teams coming off, uh, or at least the Bucks come off a really bad loss. How do you feel about this Thursday night matchup? Uh, I I think the Bucks are going to be a four and twelve team. That's what I think about it. Even with BA back, yeah, Jameis Winston is not a quarterback to have on your roster. All right, I want you, and in fact, let me see here. I'm just going to pull this up. Uh, pull up the NFL schedule. We should have that up already. I want you to give me one game you think is going to be a fantasy gold mine this weekend, and I will give you mine as soon as I get oh, it up. Okay, a fantasy gold mine. Let's take a good look at what we have here. Um, hmm. Let me see here. Bills and the Giants. No. We'll Saquon. We'll see. And, yeah, Saquon did eh, okay for Greg. Yeah, he'll blow up, though. I'm not worried about him. I mean, you got the Saints and the Rams. I was, yeah. Well, okay, you'll go with that. I'll pick something else. Uh, Saints well, and the Rams. Well, I'm not know if I go with that because I like the Eagles and the Falcons. I love the Eagles and the Falcons as a fantasy gold mine. I think we'll finally get uh, adjustments from the Falcons. Calvin Ridley, I think, will have a great game. And I'm very interested to see if uh, Deshaun Jackson was just in revenge mode or if he is a key piece of the Eagles offense again like he was in his heyday. I'm very excited about that. I'm staying away from that Bears-Broncos matchup. No thanks. And um, after what the Ravens did to the Dolphins, I'm very nervous about what they're going to do to my Cardinals. But I got to play them. I mean, I think the Ravens are going to win that game. I think they're going to put up some good numbers. Uh, that's a they're a much better defense than what Detroit offers. So the Cardinals will be uh, to be tough sledding. Monday Night Football: Your Brownies versus your Jets. Yeah, Both. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to go with my team here. Uh, I see the Browns winning this game, <laughs> 28-17, 35-20, something in that ballpark. I see that happening. According to Google, they are uh, – I almost said flavored. I would like to go to Flavortown. They are favored to win. Uh, we'll see. I you know, I have no idea. Both teams didn't look too impressive. So, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for week two. We'll be here shortly. I'm just glad football's back, man. Uh, what was your favorite moment from this past weekend? In, the, in football? Yeah, just in football. 
Lamar Jackson throwing five touchdowns. Oh, super fun. Obviously, you know, mine was the comeback to a tie, but still uh, it, leaving that stadium, the Cardinals fans were really happy. Lions fans were, you know, very disappointed. I've never seen a tie feel like a win, but being a fan, it definitely felt like a win. I'm excited. But, yeah, we're going to get stomped by the Ravens on Sunday, uh, which means Googs is going to stomp me uh, in our preview. So uh, before we sign off here, I want to just do quickly, because I don't think we'll be able to pot again until after week two is over, if you want to bring up your matchups. We sucked with our picks last week of who would win. So yeah. we're, we're going to try this again. I mean, we, I was 50%. I mean, I was terrible. Not terrible. <laughs> All right, and we're not going to go in-depth here, but uh, ju- just a little quick snippets. Me, Marcus and Murray versus Googs, no fucking reason, are going at it. Who's winning? Googs projected to win via Yahoo. Um, I'm going to go with you. Yay! Why? <laughs> Real quick, <laughs> one one reason. Uh, One reason why? Uh, I honestly think you just got better matchups overall. Yay! All right, so this is your matchup. I'll go with this one. I am the sleeper. Roy Murray versus you, alcohol-fueled. I'm taking you. I, I love that Lev Bell matchup after what I saw from the Browns defense. And Josh Jacobs, I think, is going to be your fantasy MVP this season. Very excited uh, about him. Um, but I do like my dad's running backs, but we'll see. I'm going with you. I'll All take right. it. I'll take it. Nuke the bomb. Christina versus Nikki with a Y. CFO, who do you got? Both winners. Yeah, they're both winners. They've both got solid teams. It's really a tough spot to be in. I mean, I got to take a look at their matchups here, to be honest with you, because let me take a quick gander at what they got going on, because this is definitely going to be a matchup. We got Tom Brady versus the Dolphins. I like both of their teams. I think Todd Gurley's – yeah – yeah, you got Tom Brady versus the <laughs> Dolphins. Jared Goff against – I mean, not Jared Goff. I'm sorry. Jesus, where I'm looking at your dad Jason for some Goff. reason. Jason Goff. J- Jason Goff. Yeah, let me get <laughs> let me get his name right. You come into the podcast. You get, get my quarterback's – right. You get the quarterback's name right. Uh, I, I just like Nikki's matchups. Looking at it, outside of the Miami – you know, Carson Wentz in Atlanta is, is probably going to put up some numbers. Stefan Diggs, Green Bay, Evan Ingram is, is going to be a tough matchup. He's got double points. Give me an yeah, answer. Yeah, I, I would. I'm going to go with if Christina keeps the Jets in as her defense, it's going to be Nikki. All right, Fat Fesser, uh, favorite to win over the. Uh, both, these are both losers. Fat Fester Sean versus a Falco Survivor. In hoops, um, Fat Fester favored to win. I am going with that. I definitely think Mahomes balls out against Oakland. Uh, he has a questionable tag. I'm not worried about it. He's already plugged in Tyrell Williams. Hoops, I'm worried about his team. And he, his quarterback's playing Thursday night. Uh, I think he's in for a rough one. Agree. All right. All right, you get to take Zeke Squad 2.0 versus Pumpkin Spice, which I believe is Greg. Yes. Well, yep, this is this is supposed to be the highest scoring matchup here. Yeah, look at that. 130 and, projected uh, to 128. You got to you got to take someone. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Greg. 
<gasps> I agree with that. All right. And then our final pick, Gene, the holdout hero. Change your name versus Spatty. It wasn't me. I'm going Spatty, of course. This guy is the fantasy savant. I think a few of us have forgotten that in the league. He is the fantasy savant. Look at that team. Oh, Antonio Brown not in the lineup as of right now. What a shocker. As he's defending him on the group chat right now. <laughs> I, I see it blowing up out of the corner of my eye. I, I don't know what's going on. He's but, posting uh, pictures and going, you know, bringing up all these other terrible players from the NFL who's done horrible things and, Oh, nothing's going to happen. Well, we will see. We will see. What a saga. What a headache. Not mine to deal with. Have fun with that, Spatty. All right, Lou. Correct. All hey, right. one last thing. Oh, yes, one okay. last thing we got to talk about. We got to tell the league what we did last night. What did, did we do we, last night? We doled out the final punishment for <laughs> last year's. right. <laughs> Wendell Takahashi, he knows now he has been – Forever enshrined on the Takahaki plaque of shame. The P.O.S. Randy, look up what double entendre means. Please, for the love of God. What he even wrote, like, plague of shame, too. Yeah, he wrote plague, and then he said, I thought it was the plague of shame, not the plague of shame. I'm like, what? I don't know. He was probably driving through fucking Idaho somewhere. Who knows? Yes, Wendell is aware, and he was actually very happy. He, of course, you know, his smug won the way. He always turned it into a win for him, so good for him. But yes, forever enshrined. Who will be next? As of right now, if the league ended today, we would have our third first to worst, which <laughs> I don't know if that can happen again. That'd be incredible. So we will it see would be awesome. Uh, it's going to be a long but fun season replacements. I'm very happy. So thank you, Lou, for joining us. Two episodes knocked out. Um, good luck to you this week, sir. And uh, definitely yep. good luck to me. You too. And replacements. Yep. Let's see those promos. Let's see those videos. Uh, that's like the most fun part of the league is just making each other laugh and have a good time. So I definitely want to see more of that. Uh, yes, so, please. Yes. So thank you guys. Have a great week and glory to the fans. We're out. <laughs>